0: has helped several pro athletes, companies, organizations and sports teams overcome their mental blocks, reach their peak potential, increase their performance, produce more results and just have more fun in their life and business. Bring me the energy, all right? Holding the Roy here, he works with a lot of top-notch Indian athletes. He don't like to take it, take it and when I say it, was he's a motivational Because he's a I, I, like, I like, I like No, oh, man. Roy, you got me out of a few store. Yeah. Whatever meaning you choose will determine what you experience. Can you reach success easy let me take that back because it's not easy but it is simple today I want to share with you three simple steps to help you crack your success code and just prove everybody wrong in your life that doubted you said you couldn't do it said that you didn't know what you were doing said it maybe you needed to go to school you Warren made out to be an entrepreneur. We're going to give you three simple steps, three simple secrets, and we got somebody special on the show today who's going to help us. So let's bring the show in.
1: This is the Entrepreneur Underdog. This is Secrets to Help Doubted Entrepreneurs Triumph. Underdog Entrepreneur is where we use fast acting shortcuts to help underdog entrepreneurs make more money, have a bigger impact, and live a better lifestyle so that they can prove their haters wrong. And now, your host, Roy Red.
0: Roy Red. Hi, everybody. It's Roy Red, five time best selling author, internationally recognized speaker, and your host of this show, The Entrepreneur Underdog, where we share fast acting secrets. To help you win in your business life So you can, like the intro said, I love that intro so much Prove your haters wrong In a positive way, of course Today I'm super excited We have Kimberly McLemore Who's going to share with us three simple strategies to success Kimberly is an author, entrepreneur, and podcast host like myself So let's welcome her to the show Kimberly, how are you?
1: I am good. How are you, Roy? Thank you for having me on tonight.
0: Yeah, I just want to say thank you for giving us your time. We had a little bit of uh, um, the updates on the thing, but we got it done. We got it. We're going (laughs) to shoot some value here. Uh, Really quick for the few people as as people jump on the live. uh, Tell us what you do and uh, what is your business?
1: Well, uh, as you said, my name is Kimberly McLemore, and I am the CEO and founder of the Women's Small Business Initiative. I am also an award-winning author. Um, I have three books that I have out, and I'm also um, the host of Your Resource for Success podcast. And basically, in a nutshell, what I do is I teach people how to utilize their voice through uh, starting either a podcast or writing a book.
0: Uh, that's awesome. I do the same thing. Um Real quick, before we dive into the bigger picture and the context, um, what is the importance? Because that's one of the shortcuts I share, um, is writing a book and making a podcast. Uh, what is the importance of writing a book for your brand and just having a podcast? I think every single business owner should write a book and have a podcast, figure out a way to do a show because of the the what it does to your brand, not just the money it brings in. Uh, What is your take on that?
1: Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. You know, if if you want to keep that portion of it short, yeah, it's it's about expanding your brand and really understanding your expertise. And what I had learned um, after starting the business first and then realizing once my books came out, people started to look at me as oh my gosh, you actually know something. You know, you right. become a little bit more standoutish when you become an author. And then of course, when you start to get all these accolades of whether you're an award-winning author or whether you're a best-selling author, I mean, it's it shows an imp- that you really do have the capability of sharing your information and teaching people how to do the same thing. As far as the podcast, um, I always tell people, you're actually already behind the curve if you don't have one. Yeah. Every business needs to be able to share their resources upfront. And a lot of it, the way I look at it is the fact that, People can't always afford everything up front. So being able to give out these amazing um, opportunities and golden nuggets, um, as I call them, peak nuggets, you know, to every individual that's actually listening and really want to learn what it's going to take to be successful. This is the way that we're doing
0: it. Yeah. And, you know, as the technology gets better, it gets cheaper and cheaper. Like my setup looks professional. I learned a skill using uh, proprietary software to be able to make it look professional on the back end. And I probably spent, besides my laptop being, you know, expensive, everything else was only a couple hundred dollars. So because of the technology is getting better, it's really not that expensive. Um, uh, Tell us some of the results you've had with uh, writing your book and uh, making a podcast, and then we'll kind of talk about the importance of it. What's some of the results that maybe people can expect if they actually take that step? And what's some of the things that's happened to you and your business from doing that?
1: Well, you know, it's funny because when I started um, the business, uh, the women's small business to me was more focused on membership um, process for women to gain resources that were going to be considered viable to help them um, learn what it means to be in business and realize that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and that you can learn from all of us who have suffered in different ways and not have to go through all of that. And so when I started writing books, I kind of was shoved into it um, unnecessarily. It wasn't something I had planned and then realized the importance of how people started to reach out to me more because they looked at me as being considered an expert. My books are more um, based on Mm self-assessment. And with that self-assessment, all of my stories are based off of everything that's happened with me in my life. And I'm teaching people how to utilize the resources and things that I have learned. I am a domestic abuse survivor. So one of my award-winning book is on uh, the memoir, Deception of a Heart, A Real Look into Domestic Violence. So I don't just talk to you about what it means to be a abuse victim. It's what you do after you've been victimized. It's how to be your own Shiro, the steps you need to take in order to maintain your your living, you know, and realizing you have purpose. You know, my other books are also like I said based on self-assessment. So everything that you learn that when you're taking yourself as an author, you use that as a part of your brand and understand that you have to have a way to stand out. And that's exactly what I've done. I've been able to um, be on shows like yours, um, be involved with other people and uh, collaborate in other entities that I would have never probably been able to do because there's, we're, we're a dime a dozen now, so to speak. You know, everybody wants to be an author. Everybody thinks that they can host a podcast. Everybody thinks they can do a business. But it's really the authenticness that you bring to it and how you do it. Yeah. So those are some of the things that have helped me along the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, thank you for everyone who everyone who's online. A bunch of people just hopped on live right now. We're talking to Kimberly Mclemore about the three about three simple strategies so you can uh, take it to that next level and achieve the success you wish to have. If you are on YouTube, please hop in the chat on the right side. Uh, ask questions, comment. If you're on Facebook, that's below. Um and we are on Amazon Live. This is the first show on Amazon Live, so I'm not sure where you guys comment, but make sure you comment and uh ask questions and we'll be sure to get you in here as well if we have enough time. Um that was huge what you just uh said Kim about um everybody wants to do this now all of a sudden. I remember back when I started at nobody wanted to do it. I went to Experts Academy, Brendan Bouchard's Experts Academy, way back in the day when there was only a few people in the room and he was just starting out. And that's why I was able to meet everyone in this community and really, you know, um, just, you know, build my own brand. Um, But it seems like being able to be a little different, being able to have things that other people don't have. Like back then when I wrote a book, it was a big thing. And now, it's still a big thing and it's a must. The best time to write your book was five years ago and the second best time was today. Um, but what are some other strategies, some things that maybe a lot of people don't have that separate you from the group where people go, "This Kim, Kim is the expert. She's the person I need to go to.
1: Well I think um when it comes down to having strategies uh, the other things that you can utilize you know we all have opportunities to speak so what is it that you want to speak about what is your real purpose mm-hmm. what are you trying to convey that's how you stand out um you know not everybody can get the platform to actually go and talk to hundreds and thousands of people or just one or two people it really depends on what your true purpose is. And I think that's where people get lost. You know, a lot of times people don't understand, you know, we'd look at strategies. it, It starts with a dream, right? And then when you get that dream, it starts with a plan, and then that plan is to deliver. What are you planning? What are you trying to deliver? And I think that's where people get caught up. So when you're looking at strategies, not not everybody has to be an author. Obviously, not everybody has to do a podcast. But there are so many different things you could do. Facebook Lives. Uh, you know, you can do uh, courses that you can develop. Um, which you know, obviously, if we're doing podcasts. Um, that's something that I do in the backgrounds. I teach people how to you know, develop that podcast and teach them the ropes of what it takes by doing the course or doing a mastermind, a quick class, or whether it's self-publishing, it's the same thing. You have to figure out strategies that are best suited for you and your clientele. And that's the key. It's not about really what you want. It's really about what the client is in need of. And everybody who comes to me, the majority of them, they've already started that business, but they didn't plan. And so when it came time to deliver, they weren't able to deliver. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, um, you know, I coach business owners and I charge a lot of money. And the reason for that is because, you know, I just I know what I'm talking about. And when we get into these coaching sessions where we talk about their business and we go over the fundamentals of this business, which is market message and media. And I go, OK, tell me about your market. You'd be surprised how many don't know exactly where their market is or what their market wants. Okay, what is your message to their markets? What do they want? You'll be surprised how many people haven't dialed in exactly what their market wants. And I'll say, okay, well, how are you different? What makes you unique to them? Which is a question uh, that the first question that a billionaire ever asked me about my business was what makes you different? And um, um, creating a category of one uh, is huge in your business, and people don't focus on the psychology; they focus on the skills. If I tell you know, that's why in my podcast course, where I teach people how to do podcasts, we go over the psychology because at the end of the day, you it you want to look professional and all of that good stuff, but all of that stuff doesn't matter. It's the psychology of the market and what. They want. And so I asked you, Kim, what are some strategies you use to um, dial in um, who your market is, how to be different, and just go, go about thinking about the psychology in the marketing?
1: Well, when I think about the way that you're putting it, you know, I guess I never thought of it in the, in the sense of psychology. Um, but when it comes down to looking at my market, uh, predominantly my market is our are women. Um, my focus is always to making them understand the voice, the power of their voice. So how do you utilize that? How do you strategize that? That's by reaching out to people who are looking at trying to figure out, what is it in the business that they're struggling with? Where is their voice at? And so when I'm doing a podcast, everybody who comes on to my show as a guest, they all have a power and that's within their voice. And that's what, what they have been working through with their business for years and what made them successful. They have understood, like you said, that psychology of what it takes in order to make their business stand out in a way that we probably wouldn't normally think. Um, For me, like I said, it's pretty much just focusing on what these women are looking to do to make themselves stand out. But in order to do that, you need to have that connection. You need to know um, how to get to catapult them in a way that they wouldn't even think about catapulting themselves. And and the two strategies that we use um, is exactly the way that I like to focus them to. But if they decide not to go down that path, they still need to be able to stand out and otherwise they will be like everybody else. So you have to know how to balance it. You have to understand that if you can't convince me or you don't even know yourself, what your purpose is, and all you want to do is chase money, then you're never going to be able to be, is the success that you should be?
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, just like I talked about market message and media, there's another M that I add in and that's mission. And so for the people who, are struggling to find their purpose find their mission in life find their quote unquote reason why they are here um how do you uh walk your clients through finding that what thinking tools do you have to where if someone doesn't know their purpose or their mission they kind of know or how do you um help people find that
1: well first of all the question i was asked is that you know are you trying to be a jack of all trades? You know, we have, everybody thinks that they know everything, you know, it's the kind of this um, situation where I have clients who think that they can all cook. Well, why do you think you can cook? What makes you think that you were such a stand up because you can cook? So the thing is that I was, I love for people to write things down. I think it's the most powerful way for you to understand who you are and what you are. And when you're writing things down, it, it makes you think, it really makes you aligned what your purpose is in, in having a business, mm-hmm. and so you also learn to find out whether you should be in business right <laughs> so it's it's one of those things where you know people will complain, well, I don't feel like doing this, I don't have time well, then you obviously don't have time to understand that when you're in business it's not about just you in order to be success, we have to have people right so those are the. That's the biggest thing that I really dig into because I'm all about the basics, the basics of what I call business 101 um, that people need to start with and they need to actually go back and pivot and rethink. How did I get started? Is this where I really wanted to be? And when you know that that's not where you you're aligned at, then you have to go back and realign yourself to what your purpose is. You need to be able to um, realize that progress is not perfection, but you also need to be able, like I said, to write it down, figure out where you're at, and see what works best for you so that you can get that client.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about perfection because um, it's a concept that, you know, everybody says that nobody's perfect. And I say that everybody's perfect, you know, just whatever language, you know, you want to use. But I think perfectionism is just an excuse not to get anything done and an excuse not to go out there and put their work out there. What do you think um, it is Because I know so many super smart people that mm-hmm. don't have the courage to do anything you know and and you know the the way I explain it to my clients is I say, you know is there anybody on this earth that has two times three times four times the IQ? Of anybody else and maybe two times, but definitely not three or four. And I say, so why do people have 10 times, a hundred times, a thousand times the results that other people have? And I think it just comes down to the courage of putting stuff out. Um, it really doesn't really come down to how smart you are. It has the, it's about courage and confidence. But what do you think perfectionism really is uh, on the inside? And why, don't, why do people use that as excuse, maybe not to get anything done. I mean, what do you think's going on there?
1: Well, first of all, it's the attitude of, well, nobody wants to listen to me. Um, and I think a big part of it is that people don't really know what their desire is and how to prepare for that. And and then again, as we go back to what is that purpose? So when you talk about perfection and the way I look at it, it's progress is perfection. Mm-hmm. You know, every time you take a step, every time you do something to, that's going to benefit your business you are making pr- progress and you are perfecting that progress. Mm-hmm. It's when you're not doing something is when you are being lazy and you come up with all the excuses and everybody has that first excuse. And I think we kind of all go through that process of, especially when you're an author, you're thinking, oh, who's going to read my books? Right. Mm-hmm. But then you realize you are not the only person that has had that experience. Yeah. You know, when I talk about domestic violence, it's nothing new. It's how you present it. It's what you do with that to make that message come across right and that's with anything that you're doing in business
0: you know um it's what you said was was huge uh, about maybe nobody will read that book or maybe nobody will look at the things that they create and i used to have that thought and it was the reason why it. i said i was going to write a book in 2011 and i didn't get it done to 2016 now I can get a book done in two weeks, put it out and make it a bestseller. Um, but you do, I mean, when you first start a podcast, nobody's watching, you know, maybe one person and it's like your mom or your brother. And, you know, people don't have the courage to 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 not have it until they work and then have it. Um, and so the book, I wanted to share this book, the book that changed that for me was The Art of War. Um, Not The Art of War, I'm sorry, The War of Art by Pressfield. And he talks about being a pro and resistance. And when I read that book, I said, oh, wow. And it just really got me to work and made me realize that you can do it for one person. If you really loved it, Mm -hmm. you would do it anyway. And you should just scale from there. I remember starting on Instagram or put up Put up quotes with like an ugly background. People made fun of me and I got no feedback. Um, and now, do I post something? It gets 100 comments, thousands of views. And it's just, you know, being able to start small and until you can uh, get big. Um, and so, um, I forgot what I wanted to. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask. So I, wanted to that. But I want to ask working with women who's been through domestic violence. Because I had a client who went through domestic violence and she wanted to share her message. It's scary sharing that message. It's traumatizing. It You have might have some PTSD behind it. How can people stand and speak about their struggles and turn it into a positive, into a business... Uh, without you know going into that negative space, what do they have to do to to do that?
1: Well, first of all, you definitely have to know yourself. You have to know whether or not you're ready. Um, obviously, being um, victimized. Uh, Whether it's abuse or any other type of abuse, it's the hardest thing in the world to talk about. Um, When I wrote my book in 2011, um, it sat on the shelf for six years before I actually presented it to the world because I wasn't ready. Um, You know, you're going to get backlash. You know, the number one question you get is, well, why didn't you leave? You know, people always assume everybody's circumstances are the same. So when I realized that, there was so much purpose, and people were saying to me, you know, you have to share this. And actually it was my son who told me, Mom, you've got to tell your story. And it because you're going to help somebody else, you know, everything that you went through, you need to be able to share the story. And so that's when I got brave and decided, you know what, this book sat on the shelf long enough. It's time to let it, it's time to release it. Yes. And then next thing I know, it became the it became a part of me and the business versus being at the opposite. Like I said, I was kind of pushed into writing, even though that was not my first book that I had wrote. It it just got to the point where I had to learn to stand up to help other women to realize that you have to stop constantly being the victim, because we will always be looked at as victims. We're always going to be on a list. We'll always be those women that will be talked about, oh, well, you know, yeah. we'll be thanked, you know, during the month of October. You got to get past all of that, but you yeah. have to know who you are in order to make that move.
0: Yeah. Um. real quick before we go into the red zone and the red zone is where we ask some fast acting, acting questions that I found is hard for people like us to answer um, what's a moment that maybe you struggled uh, that moment that Seth Golden calls the dip where you think I'm not going to be able to get to this other side maybe I want to quit my business maybe just where you really hit that wall uh, like in the bible they call it the wall call there um what is a time that that's happened to you and how did you get through it
1: well you know it's it's so funny you had asked me that because i think i've probably gone through it a couple times um here within the last you know year or two things have obviously been very strange um for most people in 2020 some people really excelled some people didn't but for me i think the the time that it really bothered me i just was having this conversation with myself and you just get frustrated because I'm very into being an organically type business. And I believe that you have to earn every bit of your, you know, being able to uh, be awarded the things that you just think you deserve in a business. And so when I was going through that moment, I actually sat down and wrote myself a a dear Kimberly letter um, to myself and to God thinking that, you know, tell me where I'm, you know, what am I doing? What is it that, I feel like I need to do differently or continue to guide me in the right direction because there are days you will have that moment where you are going to run against that wall and you feel like you're hitting because you feel like people value you, but they don't value you. And you have to understand your value. And when you learn and continually hold on to that value and belief and faith of who you are, you will continue to move forward. It's when you find yourself that you can't move forward for whatever reason that is, then you may need to make that step. But- I literally wrote myself a letter. And for me, writing is, is, is very comfortable for me. It helps me get through the things I need to get through. Um, sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you for everybody who is on live. Right now, we're talking to Kimberly Mecklemore about three simple strategies to success how to grow your brand, um, how to stand out, things of that sort. Kim, I want to ask real quick, I have a lot of entrepreneurs that come to me and they talk about, um, you know, my family doesn't believe in me. My friends don't believe in me. I don't have support and they have to go find a support group. Uh, What can you say to speak towards that when um, maybe – People didn't believe in your business, or believe because they have a different mind frame. Maybe they have an employee mindset, and they don't have a they have a PNL mindset instead of a balance sheet mindset. What can you say to those people?
1: Well, when you have somebody who doesn't believe in you, it's okay. They're not supposed to understand your story. Yeah. they're not supposed to understand your journey. So it doesn't mean that you give up. you just continue to love them uh, with a long handle a spoon or whatever wording that they say. But you have to continue to move forward and you surround yourself around individuals who are like-minded like you. and I think that's the most important. um the biggest thing that I've learned is don't be a follower lead your own self and your own what you believe in and why you're doing what you're doing. You don't have to be like everybody else. You don't have to listen to what everybody else says. And when you feel like you need that support, continue to pat your own self on the back. Cause if you think you're going to get it from everybody else, then you're going to be waiting a long time. Yeah. So you know that's the way that you know you get those naysayers out of your face. Yeah.
0: You know, I I don't know if I mean I, I hear people say it's hard to be a leader, but the way I was raised when, you know, I raised in an area with uh, extreme circumstances. And so if everyone did this, I always went the other way. And that's how I was able to make it out of those circumstances. So my default is to lead towards a way where people go in. So if everybody's like vaccine, I'm like, no, if everybody's... No way. (laughs) Because I think that way, because if I would have did anything that people did where I grew up, I would be dead or in jail. So my, my natural state is to go against the grain. And it's been so great for me. And it, you know, I'm confident, even though I could be with a hundred people and I'll be the only one like, nah, no. And so I, I don't really understand that struggle, but anyone who's having that struggle, just remember that sheep follow each other and the leader goes another way. Be that sheep dog. um, Because at the end of the day, we want everyone to triumph. And um, uh, like Nipsey Hussle says, he says, the unreasonable man is the reason for all growth because he persists when everybody goes a different way. Uh, Thank you, everyone who's on live. We are about to hop into the red zone where Kim, I'm going to hit you with five fast acting questions. You don't have to answer them fast, but I know these are questions (laughs) that are usually hard for people like me and you to answer. Are you ready?
1: I am ready. Hit (laughs) it.
0: All right. What's your favorite book and why?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you, my current favorite book is called Pro-Truth. It's a practical plan um, for putting truth back into politics. And uh, it's just here recently because I've been, I don't know why I've been so focused on politics. Obviously, the last four years have been kind of crazy. But that book I love because it makes you sit back and use your, get your cognitive biases out of the way. And we all have our own biases about truth. And so even when we know that something isn't true, you know, we'll there are people who will still put it out there is if they really believe that. And so, you know, being able to have a pact of people who are willing to stand up for what they believe in and tell the truth and stop allowing individuals to guide you in the direction that, you know, is not right. That is the reason why that's my favorite book at this point. And it's actually by um, Dr. Glebe Teperski and Tim Ward, who I have actually interviewed both of them on my show. So it just it just happened to be
0: <laughs> one of my favorite books for now. Amazing. Amazing. What's your favorite quote and why?
1: My favorite quote is dreams weigh more than excuses. Uh, Hmm. And the reason why it's one of my favorite is because, like I said, we all have a purpose and we all dream about things. But when every day you get up and you make an excuse for it, then you're not really living your purpose. Don't leave this world saying, I wish I could have. So that's one of my favorite quotes.
0: Would you rather be loved or respected and why?
1: Respected. Um, and they don't understand that you have to earn respect in, is, is the way that you give it. And so that's what I would rather be. Yeah,
0: yeah, If you could spend 24 hours with anyone who's ever lived in history, who would it be and why?
1: well i can i can i pick somebody kind of current
0: <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so, well it actually would be two but i really uh would love to meet michelle obama and the reason why i say that is because she is the most unbelievable individual i love her character i love how she knows how to communicate with people at every level and she doesn't feel that she even though she has been you know the first um mean, you know, of the United States, you know, the president's wife, the whole nine years. She just has a certain persona about her that if I could be in the same room, I would just have the best conversation in the world with her.
0: Who will be that second person?
1: The second person would be Oprah, Oprah Winfrey, because the, the knowledge that she could just drop on me, I, I would probably be 10 times further ahead if I've been able to talk to her today. So Oprah, if you're listening, call me. <laughs>
0: My mentor's good friends with Stedman and I was able to meet Stedman. I saw him speak and he was real amazing, but um as my mentor got Yeah, to-
1: I've actually met him too.
0: I didn't get to meet him yet, but um maybe one day, maybe one day. Yeah,
1: Stedman Stedman's a nice guy. I definitely have met him uh many years ago when he first started out.
0: Yeah, cool story about uh Michelle uh and I don't know if this is true, but I read this in a book. Apparently, uh her and uh Barack went to uh, dinner somewhere, and I guess Michelle knew the owner, and the owner was like, "Hey, how have you been? You know, I'm proud of you, all of this stuff." And Barack asked her, uh, "How do you know that guy?" She's like, "Oh, we we dated a while back when me and you weren't, you know." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, so if you'd have stayed with that guy, you'd be you'd be running this restaurant with him, huh?" And she was like, "Nah, if I'd have stayed with him, he'd be president of the United States." <laughs> uh- <laughs> And I was like, that's cute. Ooh, that's cool. that's cute. <laughs> All right, last question: What is success to you?
1: Success is when you get up every day and you keep moving forward. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. It's it's not about just making the, the dollars. And like I said, if you get up every day and you're putting your your best foot forward and you're c- continuing to guide the, the direction that you want to go, that's what success is about. So stop worrying about chasing the money and understand your purpose yeah. and all the other things will come with it yeah
0: yeah money is a byproduct of success it doesn't make you successful so awesome right all right tell everyone where they can find you um where they can follow up with you online socials uh where they could get your book and um anything you got going
1: well, sure. So, I mean, obviously you can find me on all social media platforms uh, at WSBILC. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you want to reach out through me through email, you can reach me at KimberlyWSBILC at gmail.com. Um, I'm on, like I said, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. All my books can be found um, through Amazon or you can go directly to the website at www.wsbilc.com to reach me or get my books as well.
0: I'm going to go grab your book. I'm going to go grab it and uh, read it. And I'm really excited to read it. Um, Thank you. Uh, lastly, real quick question that somebody was asking on the Instagram live here on my phone because I'm Instagram live in it. Um, if you lost everything, what would be the first three steps you would do to gain everything back?
1: Wow. If I lost everything, what would I do? Wow, the first thing I would do, would, would first of all, I just would... Just kind of rethink, reassess why and how I lost that and then go back to um, pivot into something into a new direction that would be more suitable for myself. And then the third thing would be just to uh, get started. I mean, it, it really is going to be a scenario that I think we all have at some point have gone through, whether you lose it all or not. We've gone through some sort of loss in business and we've all had to learn how to restart and repivot. Like I said, when I started my business, restarted another business five years ago, this isn't my first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, did, I thought I was going one direction and ended up going another and here it is. <laughs> so, go. Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you so much, Kim, for coming on. Um, uh, if you have any new promos, new books, anything that comes out, please come share it with our audience. Thank you for sharing your time and energy with us. Um, Thank you, everybody who hopped on the live. Uh, Please share, comment, like. Uh, We are also going to go live in about an hour on every platform, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple, anywhere that you listen to your content. Thank you so much again, Kim, for joining us today and giving us uh, strategies and tactics To prove our haters wrong for us underdogs. Till next time. I hope you enjoyed this show as much as we enjoyed making it for you. Peace. This is
1: the Entrepreneur Underdog. Business secrets to help doubted entrepreneurs triumph underdog entrepreneur is where we use fast acting shortcuts to help underdog entrepreneurs make more money have a bigger impact and live a better lifestyle so that they can prove their haters wrong and now your host